Uh, listen, fellas, we got a little problem in the other room. I think you better come have a look. Uh, look, Bill, I I'm sorry, but this really isn't a good time. Why don't you pack it up and come back tomorrow? I think we better go in the other room and have a look. Yep. There it is. Looks like you got some kind of alternate universe in there or something. Yeah, yeah. Why is the chicken so funny? What? Why is the chicken so funny? Why is the chicken so funny? Yeah, why? Because! <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. Who's on first? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so, I am back up north. Dave and Justin are not here. I am back with the mighty Eric. If you've been listening, we found out that Eric has been doing this pod since uh, episode nine. Very He's, impressive. Uh, come on and done eight episodes. Eric's my cousin. He lives Hello. in uh, Massachusetts, has an awesome toy shop in eastern Massachusetts. The Emporium of Retro and Interesting Collectibles. That's right. And uh, let me raise your level here a little bit. Raise it up, baby. All right. Raise it up. There we go. That's much more what we're yes. looking for. All right. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm up on vacation. And as usual, if you've listened to any of our eight pods, we always get together and we talk horror films. We love horror. Uh, uh, I should, where's my phone here? In fact, yes, let me grab my phone. Because what I've been doing lately when I've been starting the pods and we kind of just chit chat back and forth after we. Rowdy? Yep. It's too early. That's how you know it's an Eric and Pod. Uh, Paul Eric and Paul pod, pod. Because we hear a rowdy dog. So I've been doing something on these last kind of, I don't know, 20, 30 pods called Paul's Movie Nook, where I take you into movies that I uh, watched the previous week. Uh, and. Let you know what I think about them and uh, which ones made my fantastic, mm -hmm. my very good, my decent, or my dog shit list. Okay. And uh, I didn't watch a whole lot this last week, but I did. Do you remember Pritzy's Honor in 1985? Oh, wow. It's a mob movie. Yeah, it's a mob movie with Jack Nicholson and uh, Vaguely. Kathleen Turner and okay. uh, Angelica Houston's. And wow, good it was, cast. It was fabulous. I uh, loved it. I loved everything about it. I couldn't uh, believe I had never seen it before. But oh, really? I, what I did this week, too, which is crazy, is I went through all my boxes of like 3,000 movies, and I pulled out any movie that I had never uh, seen before or that I just don't remember anything about, and I pulled it out of the box. And basically, I need to like... Those movies need to earn their way back in that box. And how many movies were <laughs> and, uh, there? Probably around 300. That's 10% right there. That's a yeah. big number. So. And so I... I'm gradually, that's my 2023 goal. It's like a battle royal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. It's my 2023 goal is to like start chipping away at those movies and. Like have a tournament, have one movie against another one. One gets to survive the next one. Have I know, it's true. If I had the time, I no, would move you, it around. No, you, because you'd probably be keeping crap too. <laughs> one of them's going to win. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is probably crap. As long as it's redeemable, it can make it back into, oh, my, yeah, in, into my box. I hear that. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting see what makes it and what doesn't. But a lot on this uh, movie's uh, list that I've been working on this week involved movies I pulled out of that box. Uh, I had never seen House on Sorority Row, and I absolutely loved it. Now, mm. do you remember this movie? No. It's 1983. This made my very good list, too. Mm. And uh, it was these girls at a sorority, and they uh, killed their... Uh, sorority mother at the very beginning of the movie okay. and dumped him in the pool dumped her in the pool 
huh. and the pool was like really murky and they were and they were about to have a party these oh, rich wow. bitches were like we just need to hide the body so we can have this party and then we'll figure out what to do with the body afterwards no so there's literally a party going on why we know and and they were like is anyone out by the pool make sure no one's out by the pool and it was very right. stressful and it was like for like one of those like slumber party massacre types of movies mm-hmm. it was actually really good uh, a, a good movie i like the fair share of those though like the slumber party you would like this one yeah no i like all of them but yeah. this one every once in a while Kinda the one that gets like elevated and stands yep. out yep. Uh, yep. it's and, still uh, hell night for me i love hell night hell night's good awesome. i recently rewatched that <clears throat> uh another one that i don't think i had ever seen is 1987's burglar with Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. Yep, it I've was really it. good. It was fun. I could yeah. not believe how much Bobcat Goldquaid was in that yep. movie. And yep. really funny Bobcat Goldquaid. Yep. I actually, I'm very ashamed that I have not seen that movie. I'm huh. such a Bobcat fan. That was an HBO movie for a while. Uh, was that, it on that HBO? And Jumpin' Jack Flash. Now, I think I watched Jumpin' Jack Flash a lot. I, uh, it was all right. I, yeah. I like that one better. I like Burglar better. Burglar's definitely better, but I watched what Fatal Beauty was garbage. I think I watched that I one day, that and it one. was really, really bad. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, bur- uh, Blur- Burglar was definitely one. Uh, and a couple on the decent list, I went in back and uh, rewatched the se- the second and the third Bad News Bears movies. I didn't, I didn't care for those movies So at all. the Breaking Training and Go to Japan. Okay. Very interesting. The Breaking Training one, obviously none of them would fly today. Uh, I oh, mean, no. the original certainly wouldn't fly, and two and three just carried on with uh, Tanner. Just doesn't uh, carry over well. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, well, he was only in Breaking Training. He didn't even come back for the third one. Okay. And so basically, the second one, uh, different coaches in every one. So Walter Matthau was obviously the famous one in the original. Mm-hmm. Second one, they got William Devane. Okay. And then the third one, they got Tony Curtis, like like end of his life Tony Curtis. Really? Where he's just you could tell he's drinking on the set. Tony Curtis. No kidding. <laughs> And he actually worked quite well. I liked. I don't remember I that liked at all. both of them, but in the in the realm of yeah, they're good. They they don't. The story really stretches, and the plot really stretches. Yeah. And it, Kelly runs off. The, the third one's all in Japan, so Kelly runs off with a girl, uh, a Japanese girl, who doesn't understand them, and you have that whole subplot going on. Right. And yeah, they had to bring a new the. Uh, they had to bring a new kid that played that uh, the catcher, the fat catcher. Mm-hmm. They brought a new kid in that uh, was in the second and third one. So it was definitely stood out differently than the other ones, but it makes for a fun trilogy, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about all the ones. Oh, and I mentioned this one to you earlier, and this one needs to be uh, shouted out because I'm also ashamed because I love all the like canon ninja movies. Mm-hmm. And that Nine Deaths of the Ninja from 1985 is the only movie that made my dog shit list. And it mm-hmm. was. I really wanted it. I'm watching it, and I'm like, there has to be something redeemable here. Like you said, it's only only the cover for you. Uh, The cover is amazing. One of the best covers for anything. I remember walking down like video junctions aisles and Mm -hmm. seeing that cover and being like, oh, this is the one I want to watch. And I don't think I ever rented it. I don't think I ever was allowed to rent it. Uh, I rented all of them. They kind of blended together. But if you're saying this one's that bad, I think I have to... Unfortunately, yeah. revisit it. You definitely should revisit it. I'm very interested in seeing what you think. Because okay. most of them I like. like I can't Revenge remember, of the Ninja. I can't remember any of that. I don't like. Revenge of the yeah. Ninja is one of my favorites. Revenge of the Ninja. Ninja, the Ninja, Ninja 3. Ninja 3, the Domination. Domination the uh, yeah, I love them. We were talking about Way, Ninja, of, the, Ninja. Way of the Dragon we were talking about earlier. Yep. Which has a second name to it, too. Does it really? Yeah, it's like two different names. Uh, there's a lot of his Bruce Lee's movies that are like that. Yeah. Like, it's uh, for different regions, right? Yeah, the Fury is, uh, or the Fist of Fury and yep. the Big uh, Game or something, I think is the same exact movie. Okay. Different regions. Huh. Kind of like House 3 and The Horror Show, <laughs> which so we will touch up. on uh, for sure. But 
we're basically Mind today. blown. <laughs> I mean, you learn something way late in life, too, that you didn't realize was a thing, and it just kind of blows you away. It's always fun. <laughs> so we're definitely doing Tubi Tuesdays today, and the fun thing about uh, and we're obviously not getting paid by Tubi. I mean, you can send up some money if you want. But send I'm just away. actually, I'm just thrilled to have a service that I can watch for free. I don't have to pay for, and it has the selection that they have. If, you, if you've ever gone into Tubi, go to the cult classic section, mm-hmm. and it is nothing but like obscure what most people would consider garbage but is just unbelievably fun i was very like, surprised with some of the things i saw there skin flicks like the old 80s skin flicks the old horror movies that's that what i was looking are at just, oh the horror movies All that horror. are crazy ones that this shouldn't even be on here <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't be able to watch like return of the living dead and then uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh whatever else is on there so much so cruise it through but a couple of the ones that I was always excited about in my youth, always had great covers when I uh, was perusing those VHS shelves. Uh, and I was thrilled when they were. On, I found out they were on Tubi, was the House franchise, which there's actually four, which the, apparently the fourth one, William Cat comes back. Really? So, but I don't know. I have no knowledge of anything about four. And just recently found out about three, and that's what we were referring to earlier. Apparently, somewhere around the line, everyone in America, if you're listening to this out of the country, you were like, sure, yeah. House three, mm-hmm. uh, the the horror show. We know all about that, but over here in the states, we only got the horror. We show. only got the horror show. We yeah. had never even heard that it was even referred to as Not until uh, House three. Last week, did I know? Yep, and I didn't realize it until I saw the Blu-ray cover, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the hell is this? Mm-hmm. I, that's clearly like uh, Max Jinky uh, oh, yeah. getting electrocuted on the front cover, yeah. uh, and Lance Henriksen right there." So, and I liked the horror show. You said you weren't a huge fan of the horror show. I saw it, like I said, I saw it right around the same time as Shocker, and I was a kid, so it was like, eh, I like this one better than that one, so I never really revisited it. It, it is funny how it, we always did take our sides like that with certain yeah, movies. Deep yeah. Star 6 or Leviathan. You're yeah. in one or the other. Yeah, I, mean, you I like Deep Star. Uh, oh, no, that's that's dreadful. Right I like there. Deep Star. I like parts of Deep Star <laughs> a lot. Leviathan was a better all-around movie. Oh, I loved it. Uh, Leviathan was more of a horror movie, in my opinion. That's why I liked it. I mean, Deep, Star, I, Deep Star was more of a um, Sci-fi kind of suspense, suspense movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. Uh, but yeah, there were movies like that. Even like uh, the horror show was kind of similar to Shocker. That mm-hmm. was kind of similar to, which was also very similar to Fallen. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, those movies all had that same quality of uh, somebody jumping into somebody else. Or... Fallen, Fallen was absolutely fantastic. Fallen was really Fallen, good. Loved that yeah. movie. Even though they did <clears throat> kind of ruin the ending in the trailer, I remember they saw the trailer back in the day. And oh no! For me. Really? It's like sons of bitches. Oh, uh, it's terrible. Uh all right, but the uh, house and house two is what we're primarily going to be talking we're about. We're talking today. about the covers of them. Oh, those covers, dude! The severed I hand ringing the doorbell. Oh, and it was so clever, and it was a, a complete shift. And we'll, I'm going to go. We're going to go into both of them too. Mm. But the shift from the first one, which certainly had its campy level to it and its comedy, but not as much as two. Two, two just ramped it up, and like this is just going to be a fun kind of. Uh, roller coaster ride, mm-hmm. and we're gonna see what we can do, and we don't really give a shit. Right. But the first, it's still super fun, super well acted, in my opinion. Uh, and I mean, if you were my age watching it too, like House One came out in '85, House Two came out in '87. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was ripe with we would watch any of these movies oh, yeah, and just definitely. love the hell out of them. Yep. But here, I'm gonna grab some water here. Uh, I want to talk about the cast of uh, House now. You were obviously familiar with William Cat uh, yep. before this. What did you know him from? Uh, Greatest American Hero. Did you? Are you also from? Did you watch Carrie first or? 
No, I didn't watch Carrie for a long time. I didn't think it was gonna be my my horror movie, so I was later, much later when I watched that. Movie. Really, really, yeah. I think I watched. Uh, well, I watched it in Terror in the Isles, and then my dad yep. let us yep. watch a couple of the creepy scenes from it. Huh. So it was always kind of that movie. I saw it way later. I think I liked it even before I knew I liked it, but just because I knew my parents had liked it. Yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious That's right funny. there. I don't think the mics will pick that up. That's fine. Anyways, but it's hilarious to us. <laughs> the Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo alarm clock, the cuckoo. <laughs> Not Scooby Doo, Snoopy. That's what I said. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly what I said, Bren. Uh, but William Cat, if you didn't know, I mean, Grace American Hero was awesome for mm-hmm. a short period of time. Oh, it was yeah. like eighty-one to eighty-three, yep. and it was fun. You know, Very I mean. Fun. We didn't have a real superhero other than Superman, uh, 79 Wonder Superman. Woman. Wonder Woman was our, our Superman. Or she was had the TV show, so yep. yeah, yeah. But that was it. I mean, 60s was Batman, so we, yep. didn't, we didn't have anything. Hulk. I love the Hulk, idea of the flawed obviously. kind of... Yeah. Uh, and he played that well. Yeah. He was apparently fly, good, a hair land. away from becoming uh, Luke Skywalker, too. I heard that. Yeah. I've the, heard uh, that. The, uh, the audition tapes are like uh, infamous. They show him on, not in a bad way, they show him on a lot of the documentaries about Star Wars. We mm-hmm. get to see him read the lines and, like, that's just wild really? watching anyone read them. It's yeah. almost crazier to watch Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell read the lines of Han Solo. Hmm. And he's good. He's good in it. But, I mean, you, how can you unsee Harrison Ford? So, yeah, exactly. You know. A couple of the other ones William Cat was kind of famous for. Do you remember Baby, The Secret of the Lost Legend? Yes, I do. Oh, I man. do. Yep. That was a uh, weird, weird uh, design movie. It wasn't good. It wasn't good, but they played it on HBO. I remember being super low. Yeah. Uh, super, super slow and just it bored the hell out of me. I think the, the effects were a little kind of like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, creepy. They were not well, like not just well unbelievable. Yeah. You know, I mean, this was Spielberg. You were not sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then apparently William Cat came back to do Jawbreaker. I forgot that he was in Jawbreaker. Did you ever watch that? It was fun. It's like Heather's. It's got uh, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yeah, really put in the uh, the trunk. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that was a good yeah. movie. Yeah, I yeah like William Cat was in it. He must have been one of the teachers. I would say he's probably yeah, yeah, like science teacher or something like that. Uh, so Kay Lentz played the kind of heartthrob in this movie, the one woman that became that big fat creature. Okay. Which apparently, I've if seen you, her before. Uh, I watched the documentary for House, and uh, apparently uh, it was a dude in the suit because the suit was so oh, yeah, heavy that, huge. that they were n- never going to be able to allow her to do that. So, yeah. Uh, but do you, you remember her from anything else? Yeah, I don't know what it was though. I remember. The uh, face. I know where you know her from. Uh, well, you definitely know her from Moving Violations. Where was she? Oh my God, she was the punk girl. Yeah. It's wow. Crazy. Okay. Damn. Uh, she was also in uh, American Graffiti and I Death Wish that. Four, and apparently a bunch of TV. So. Okay. All right. Well, I probably uh, know her from TV too. Now George Went. What's interesting about George Went? Uh, we obviously he's huge in no. Cheers. He plays Norman Cheers, and he was just a delight no matter when you saw him. Yep. In. And I, we, I was ecstatic. I couldn't even believe he had done this. And he was doing movies. I have a list of movies here, and you forget until you kind of look at a list of mm-hmm. George Went movies how many movies he's been in. Okay. Uh, so here's a list of George Fletch. Went movies. Uh, that Fletch, one. definitely. And that was one of the ones when I made this list, I was like, who's he in a Fletch? Oh, he's like, oh, he's the fat guy on the Iggy? beach. Is they it call Iggy? him Fat Sam. Okay, Iggy yeah. was the other guy. Fat Sam and... Uh, uh, yeah, I think you're close on that. I, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, it's been a while, but I, yeah, that's what I remember him from. Uh, so he was in Bronco Billy, you know that Clint yeah, Eastwood movie. Uh, My Bodyguard, which I love, man. I try to shout out My Bodyguard whenever I okay. can. Uh, the Adam Brody uh, or Adam Baldwin Matt Dillon movie. It was, it's, it's kind of really, like huh. a very after school special, but I watched it as a young kid. And does I it does it ring a bell? Uh, George Went was in Airplane Two, uh, Dreamscape. 
definitely. Okay. Gung Ho. He was great in Gung Ho. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Really yep. good in Gung Ho. Uh, Guilty by Suspicion, Forever uh, Young, The Little Rascals, The Spice World, Outside Providence. And he is in that VFW uh, movie okay. that we just saw. No kidding. Uh, all right. I'm going to check him on that for sure. Uh, also in this movie, who played our big villain, and I mean big villain, is uh, Big Ben, uh, who is uh, played by Richard Mall, mm-hmm. always known as Bull. Bull from Night Court. One of both me and Eric's favorite shows of Love all time. Love that show. Man, what's your favorite episode of Night Court? Probably the one that we were talking about with the uh, with oh, Dan, yeah, the, Dan's plane. The three-part. Yep. It was exciting. I remember us talking about it be, uh, while it was... Uh, Held uh, up almost. Yep. Like oh I can't wait to see what happens to this because three parter and they made you wait between seasons yeah for yeah last you had to wait six months good. whatever oh, I love that show I'm very eager to see the new one that comes out obviously Me too. Yeah. I don't have without Harry or any of the other people that we love um, John, John, John Larroquette's gonna be there so that I'll that helps Harry. for sure especially since we haven't seen Larroquette in forever yeah my God when was the last time him. we saw Larroquette uh, he did a show with Christine Bransky that was like hmm. fifteen years ago man I. Uh, I forgot he was in. I recently rewatched Demon Knight. He's at the very beginning, like in that like bookend scene with the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. He's the one that was gonna massacre that girl with the big boobs in the tub. He came in with a uh, an axe, and uh, okay. the Crypt Keeper yelled, "Cut! Cut! Cut! Cut!" And he, and he turned around. Yeah. He turned around. Well, his face yeah, is already right. exposed. I remember that. I remember and he that. He turned around. Uh, yeah. And he, uh, he lost. Call that acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, that was I love John Larroquette in that. Absolutely. Uh, so Richard Ball in the movies though, he he did a lot of big movies, man. Uh, Sword and the Sorcerer. I, mm-hmm. I for some reason a lot of those old ones, old fantasy ones, just blend, blend together. together. With Absolutely, me, me too. Uh, now the Dungeon Master he was in, I re- watched recently, so I do remember him in that, and he was nope. good. He was kind of just that evil like big lord, but once you see him as bull, you can't see him any other way. No. That's what's yeah, okay. unfortunate about it. Uh, sidekicks, love sidekicks. Yep. Also a great Chuck, uh, Norris. Chuck Norris movie. Uh, Loaded Weapon One, hilarious. The Flintstones. Is that, is that uh, Emilio Estevez? Yeah, no and Sam Jackson. Okay, I didn't see the Flintstones. You never saw it? It's on no. the theater, man. It was yeah. all right. The first one. I mean, dated as hell. Jingle All the Way. But I'm a cheerleader. I love my, my cheerleader. It's one of my favorite. He's in Jingle Indie All the Way. Yeah, he must have been one of the dads or something. I don't remember him that at all. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a while. He's also in uh, Scary Movie too. Yeah, in the wheelchair with the uh, um, David Cross, the scene where they're, they're um, playing chicken. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome yeah. scene. That, that's such a good movie. Those first three the first scary two, movies. two or good. three were good, and then they had like one in the middle that had good parts, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, the one that started with the Dr. Phil Shack. I don't know which one that one was. That was good. That was the best opening probably yeah. of any movie that of was that wicked year. <laughs> the one with uh, James Woods and, um, and um, Linda Blair. I don't remember that too. one. Oh, he was like jumping on her, like grabbing the tongue out of her mouth. Oh, that's right. Be, he was supposed to be the priest. Yeah, getting the out of her. one. Oh, it's terrible. Crazy. All right, and the other is only like three other major actors in this movie, and uh, Mary Stavens, one of them. That played, she played that like sexy blonde neighbor that lived next door yep. that stuck yep. him with the brat. Yep. Say, hey, take care of my kid. Exactly. And that was driving me nuts rewatching this movie. I was like, can't you tell her no? Right. <laughs> Uh, it made for some good fun, though. Yeah. Uh, but she was in uh, a couple Bond flicks. She was in Octopussy and In A View to a Kill. So she was probably one of the, um, the, yeah. like the Octopussy, the group. Yep, that group. Okay. She must have been. Uh, she was also in uh, Caddyshack 2 and well, I Howling love Caddyshack 5. Too. I Howling, love Caddyshack 2, man. Howling yeah. 5, I think I've seen that one. It might be like mostly in the wilderness. Like It's a newer, newer um, rendition. Interesting. I only remember like 1 and 3. Two's two is really hard to get. Two's a, rare, a really weird one with uh, Christopher Lee. It turns That's into right. a baby. 
It's right. It turns out like a little baby wolf at the end. You're like, what the hell did I just watch? Super hard to find, though. The DVD goes for like 30 bucks or something. Oh, no yeah, good. It's huh. a hard one. Uh, and the two cops, weird enough, were, were famous. Uh, you know, uh, the one cop was Bubba from In the Heat of the Night. I, I did say that. And, and I, oh, my God. What is the other one? I, I, I just saw him the other day. Mm-hmm. You definitely know him. Uh, give it to me. Stephen Williams. He, oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Love Stephen Williams from uh, uh, Friday the 13th, Part 9. Uh, and He's the, uh, uh, 21 Hunter. Jump Street. Yep, never watched 21 Jump Street, but I liked him a lot. He had been in a bunch of other flicks, too. He was in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was in a lot of stuff. I, he, for me, he will TV always stuff. be the 21 Jump Street guy, yep. but I did uh, find his uh, Friday 13th Part 9 now, go back, going back and rewatching it refreshing. I didn't find it refreshing at the time. It was probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, he kind of was of the best part, the bounty if you had to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically the cast. He was also in uh, X-Files. Oh, I don't. I never went through all of X Files. X Files were good. I didn't like the ones that were like uh, government conspiracy, but he was in a couple of those. Huh. The Men in Black. Ooh. Yeah. So the director of this movie, the director is Steve Miner, and Steve Miner has done some flicks, man. So me and Eric are very familiar with a couple of his movies. He is the director of Friday Thirteenth Part Two, Friday Thirteenth Part Three. <laughs> Another movie that is hard to get, and I'm not sure you should be buying it, is Soul Man. I own it myself. Oh, God. Oh, man. The uh, college movie. Yeah, the college movie yep. with Radon Chong and uh, uh, what's his, C. Thomas Howell. Okay. He, that's the one that he really wants you not to mention at a con, so I can ask imagine as why. much as you can. I can imagine uh, why. Uh, Google it, folks. Uh, <laughs> Warlock. Oh, man, I love Warlock. Warlock was he directed awesome. Warlock. Did he really? Yeah. I love Warlock. Then he went from Warlock to Forever Young. You know that friggin' Mel Gibson is dying movie? Oh, no. It was horrible. I, I definitely didn't see that. He also did... I'm I'm super excited. I'm a lot more of a Steve Miner fan than I realized. He also did Halloween H2O okay. and Lake Placid. Lake Placid. Man, so just for movie. just for Halloween, uh, Halloween Part 2, 3, Warlock, Halloween H2O, and Lake, Lake Placid, Placid, it's yeah. worth it, man. Absolutely. Wow. Man. So it was written by, and this is a uh, this is a good one too. Is Fred Decker? Now Fred Decker is famous for he's the director of and writer of Night of the Creeps and mm-hmm. of Monster Squad. Okay, Monster uh, Squad's he, one of my favorites. Night of the Creeps is nice and creepy. Yeah, I liked uh, Fred Decker. I'm surprised he went didn't go on and do more uh, shit. Hmm. But uh, he also did good the '85 Godzilla. Okay. Uh, if looks could kill, do you remember that one with Richard Grieco? Oh, yeah. With yeah. the Richard Grieco, like yep. James Bond yep. type of thing. I think they tried to start it into a thing and it didn't no, actually can't go. Can't imagine why. Uh, he also wrote uh, Ricochet. Oh, with uh, John, John Lithgow? Yeah. Awesome movie. Man, really awesome movie. I had that cardboard cut out in my, in my room in high school. And he did five episodes of Tales from the Crypt. Okay. And he also, ooh, he wrote um, Robocop 3. Yeah. Ugh. And The Newer Predator, which was good. I liked okay. it. Uh, I still can't believe you haven't seen that. No, Prey I loved. I did not see the new Oh, Predator. you definitely need to see the other one, too. I've so. heard awful things about it, but I will watch it eventually. Oh, it's still fun. They're all still fun. Okay. Uh, I don't know what people are saying. It's awful. I think it was great. Uh, so I want to give some uh, love to the cinematographer. The cinematographer did some has a huge resume of great movies that we really like. So I'm just going to rattle them off. So Mac Alberg, uh is a cinematographer, and he did Hell Knight, My Tutor, The Dungeon Master, Tracers, Ghoulies, Reanimator, From Beyond, mm. Dolls, House 1, 2, Ghost Town, Deep Star 6, The Horror Show, Oscar, Innocent Blood, Striking Distance, Beverly Hills Cop 3, and The Brady Bunch movie. That's a lot of movies. Holy shit, dude. And those were the good ones. Those mm-hmm. are like, I'm sure he did a lot of other ones that I don't even hadn't even heard of, but that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Wow. So he definitely is, uh, he's got money. 
Yeah. Uh, so the music, the composer uh, of both these uh, flicks was Henry uh, Manfr- uh, Manfredini. Is that how it's called? Manfredini? Yeah, Manfredini. So obviously, if you've listened to him, mostly you know him from Friday 13th. Absolutely. He's done all the Friday 13th music, and everything he does tends to have a different little kind of uh, variation of mm-hmm. that. But it you all can... sounds kind of intertwined. Yeah, but when you're listening to it for a little while, you're like, this sounds like the Friday 13th guy. <laughs> I need a chip. You can, re- you can really hear that in the... Uh, in the first one, in the second one, they kind of tweaked it more of a uh, a country western type twang to it, mm. so it did change it a little bit. So, but he was great. I love it. He also uh, did the score for uh, Spring Bake, Hell's Have Eyes Two, mm. Slaughterhouse uh, High, Deep Star Sticks. Another shout out for Deep, Deep Star Sticks and uh, Wishmaster. I recently rewatched Wishmaster, man. I forgot a lot of people I, I, in that. Yeah, I forgot how much I liked it. it I, I forgot it who good. played Wishmaster. The guy from um, Toy Soldiers, and he was in uh, Another 48 Hours. He was the main biker. Okay. Yeah, he was he was Adam Andrew Davini or something like that. It doesn't ring a bell, but I, I could probably pay Do you remember Toy Soldiers? You never watched Toy Soldiers? With Lou Gossett Jr. Oh, but the, uh, the, the yeah. high school. Sean Ashton. I love that movie, yeah. He was yeah. the main terrorist that had the thing on his arm. Oh, the uh, ponytail. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you mess with any of these bombs, yeah, it yeah. will explode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He's awesome. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, that's a Wishmaster. Such Who the good, fuck knew? Really? Yeah. Wow. I think the second one was pretty decent too. Do you remember? No, yeah. I, I watched the first one. I liked the first one. I don't love it. So a couple of details about the first one came out. Actually, it's listed on IMDb as 1985, but the release date here is listed as February 28th, uh, 1986. So they must have listed it overseas first. Huh. Uh, so the budget was $3 million, and, the, and it made $19 million, hence nice the reason around. they uh, made House 2. <laughs> so some trivia about it. The original screenplay by Decker uh, was a lot more of a traditional horror movie, ended up with a rewrite. By the uh, by, Ethan Wiley, who ended up directing number two, added a whole bunch of the comedic moments, which makes complete sense. How this one was traditional, mixed with comedy, and that second one that was directed by the uh, guy ended up turning to complete comedy. Mm, comedy yeah. Yeah. So in Hong Kong, the title was changed to "Don't Go Into the Haunted House After Midnight." Okay. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a bitch on the marquee, but whatever. It's it's very bold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the idea came from uh, Decker watching Twilight Zone, the movie. Okay. Uh, he wrote an anthology script with three of his buddies, and House was his segment. Oh, no so That's kind of interesting. Huh. I love Twilight Zone, the movie. Yeah, uh, me too. Especially the uh, Lithgow one. Oh, my God. They're all good. Well, I, everyone I but the, the Kick the Can one. The kid I oh, yeah, the Kick the yeah, Can That tough. brings it all down. I, I'm not a huge fan of the first one, the racist guy, to tell you the truth. The other two, I love. I, the other two I love. love. The, the first one's love. very good, though. I, it's I, good. It's good, I, but... I, I like it better now when, when I'm an adult. It, it hurt my ears Well, when you know the story about oh, it, too. I yeah. agree. I agree. There's a lot of documentaries. Perry, apparently, John Landis is a bigger piece of shit than we realized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went, did a deep dive and watched some of the like uh, the court testimony in, yeah. on that shit. He it's covered, crazy. He, he covers himself up, didn't he? Oh, man. He is like, I didn't do anything. And then yeah. there's straight people who have said, no. Nah. He got on the microphone and said, get closer. I was wow. like, "Holy shit, dude!" Wow. That none of people know about the accident in Twilight Zone the movie. Google it, kids. That's our mantra this time. Do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely Google it. Uh, it'll be good. Google. Um, but yeah, Kane Hodder, stunt coordinator for the film. Who's that? Yeah, never heard of the man. <laughs> All three of these films. One of the coolest guys I've ever met, actually. Yep. See, Eric's <laughs> spoken to him, hung out with him. Yep. 
uh, chilled with a man. Chilled with a man. I love Kane Otter. One of the best stuntmen ever. Uh, you don't you don't know him? Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, Eight, Nine, and X. Yep, and also Victor Crowley from Hatchet. Um, man, else? he's had a huge career. Yeah, and um, I didn't know he was involved as as involved in the house movies until I. Hmm. And he's heavy he's, in all the documentaries. He's in uh, the Rob Zombie movies too, stunt coordinator in the, in the zombie movies. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's where he's kind of going now. It kind of has yeah. to. I mean, is he even doing any stunt work now? No, no, Probably he not. hasn't done that. I don't think so. He does a burn. great stunt in number two. When he, in number two, they actually show his face too. He's the one in the. They have a big party in number two, and he's in a gorilla outfit, hmm. and with his head off, yeah. and he's got like this curly hair and everything. And he yeah. starts something with uh, one of the barbarians that come through the portal and everything. And the uh, barbarian pushes him, and he falls over the whole thing and everything. It's fun. Huh. Falls on his table or something. That's uh, funny. It's pretty cool. Uh, so the film opened at number one in the box office and was nudged out by Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Never watched that movie. Never saw it. Uh, I saw it later in life. I never saw it. Yeah. Later in life. It was good. Everything else was great. Uh, you Mm. know, Breakfast Club and Yeah. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't really for us as much. Oh, I know. Uh, so apparently Glenn Close and Sigourney Weaver were considered for the female lead in this. Jesus, that would have been different. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, back in 85... Sigourney, Sigourney did Aliens in '86. She had already done Aliens. She was going to go to do. She would have already been the Alien Girl. Right? Yeah, she did. She did Ghostbusters '87, right? Yeah, eighty. Well, '83 wasn't Ghostbusters or '84. Is it? It's yeah, early. Ghostbusters '84. Wow, so yeah, she's not good. Old. Surprised that she was considered means shit though. I guess it mean right. like, hey, we wanted her, but we didn't get her. Uh, so the little boy who Roger babysits is actually playing by, played by the director's son, which actually is kind of cool. No uh, that he can put him in there and it's e- easier for him to direct. Uh, also, the war demon was a puppet measuring 18 feet and operated by 15 people. The one that came out of the uh, the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's scary. So just to talk about a little bit about the movie and just our favorite scenes, because we're not going to stay uh, too long on the actual synopsis mm-hmm. and everything. We want to get to both of these. But... Um, what did you think of the movie back in the day? Um, it, I don't know. It was, it was silly, but it kind of freaked me out at the same time, yeah. obviously. I mean, it, it was different. Some... This was always one of those different horror movies. It wasn't just straight up uh, cut and dry. Yeah. You know, there was a lot going on here. But it wasn't silly. Uh, and there were there were certainly silly horror there was, movies. There's there were silly parts, silly but it definitely wasn't silly. The, yeah. It felt like there was a sense of consequence, and yeah. you, you were scared. I mean, there's a little boy missing. Yeah. And so you basically... Think, you think he's dead. We're, we're mm. seeing William Cat going back to this his childhood home which is kind of haunted he had the crazy aunt live there uh, all the neighbors know about the crazy aunt and that she was batshit crazy and she yep. thought she was seeing things and the house movie and she got in arguments with her closet one and two the big thing with house is it's kind of got uh, it, there's portals within the house mm-hmm. and there's also creatures in the house and they come out of doorways and closets and presumably they've already come through one of the portals and they're they're already in the house so things in the house come alive things no one in their right mind would actually stay in the house more than one day but mm-hmm. the, apparently the people in house one and two uh i i am not gonna say three because three had so little to do with the house mm-hmm. uh yeah. compared to we just have a new serial killer that we want to we want to start a new franchise with. yeah i, I no, i'm surprised never... it didn't kick i would have gone to see him in several films uh yeah. but yeah uh, one and two felt like they were really connected in a, in a way even though they were different uh 
But so when William Cat came into town, he's playing like this ex-Vietnam vet who's completely traumatized, left left by his wife. Having his, his having kid ba- died. Uh, back flashes, uh, uh, flashbacks. Yeah, having flashbacks not only from the war, but flashbacks uh, flashbacks of his, his son dying get, in the pool. In the pool, just going missing. Yeah, he didn't see. It. That's he, right. He, he was out at the pool. Yeah, he heard a splash. And then the kid, he went missing completely. Yeah. We find out later in the movie, spoiler alert, uh, that's a good thing about Tubi Tuesdays. We're hoping you guys watch the movies first, and then you come back and watch, uh, listen to Pause this and watch it. it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Get with the kids. Uh, eventually, yeah, you realize that the kid had just gone through a portal, mm-hmm. and William Cat has to uh, find him. This is actually a good, good story here. Very good story. And, right. uh, Something they probably should be revisited. Yeah. And the the stuff with Richard Mull, when we're seeing the flashbacks in Vietnam, uh, Richard one of Mull his, is, is one of his uh, platoon mates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's very um, uh, go-get-it, and yeah. he, he just doesn't care about getting into a fight. He's like shot. the meathead. He's huge. Yeah. I mean, Richard Mull, if you're not familiar with the Nightcourt, he's, he's like seven feet tall. I yeah. mean, he's massive, and he's just he's he's got goofy. These, he's got these goofy but serious faces that he's yeah. going to go out and he can play evil, but he can play yeah. a teddy bear. Exactly. Yeah. He's going to go raise some hell, and he's out there trying to get some uh, fire, it looks like. And at one point, he gets does he get fired on he, it, or is it a captured. grenade? He gets captured. That's right. Yeah. So, but he gets uh, injured. He gets shot. He gets shot, and he, they come over to help him. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm going to go get help. And uh, he's like, no, no, end me. Yeah. He said, like, kill me now. Don't let him take me alive. Exactly. Yeah. So he gets a little bit away, and they, they take him, and he says, I'll get you. Yeah. He's going to come back and get him now. Yeah. So, but so William Cat couldn't kill him, and he needed to die. And yep. uh, they took him away. Yeah. And you realize that that ultimately Richard Malk is going to be one of the entities that are coming through the house yep. through one of the portals to to kill him. Mm-hmm. But before that, we're seeing a whole bunch of different things. We're seeing the swordfish come alive <laughs> and, <laughs> and which, singing like a, a big mouth Billy Bass uh, on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And he like. Uh, well, it squealed too. Yeah. I remember he shot it with a uh, the, big shotgun in the eye. Yeah, and it just screamed and screamed. Yeah. They end up covering it with like a tapestry or yep. something like that. Yep. But we meet the neighbor for the first time. So the neighbor's Norm and from Norm Cheers. and uh, from Norm Norm Peterson from Cheers. That's right. And uh, he he apparently knows the aunt. Says your aunt was crazy and everything, but he wants to hang out with. Him. They immediately become like buddy buddies. Yeah, and, even though he's still stand stand off. Yeah. And uh, he, cats a little stand up. Yeah, yeah. He even calls the cops on yeah, him at one point. Yep. But he thinks William Cat like is suicidal, and he yep. calls his girlfriend, and he he knows weird ch- shits going on because he he goes to the house one time and surprises him with beer, and he's William Cat is at the door con- like booby trapped. Yeah, William Cat's convinced that something is in coming the out of the closet, closet door. Yeah, so, so he's got all the cameras set up, and they're all jury rigged and. He's, he's wearing his like fatigues yeah, and everything yeah. in his helmet. And he's got like the old like string on the door handle yeah. he was going to get it on uh, film that's when Norm just decided to bust in and it scared the shit out of him <laughs> I love eventually he tells him uh, there's a raccoon in there remember the second yep, time yep. he comes up there yep. with him there's a raccoon in there I need you to just open the door and grab him just open the door and grab him and he opens the door and it's like it's something not a, that's, it's not that's a raccoon that, that's that warrior puppet we were yeah, talking about it's not a raccoon it was almost something out of like uh, Hellraiser you know that Hellraiser thing that goes down the hallway on yeah, the first yeah, one it was kind of yeah. similar to that it was pretty freaky what I always when I think of the movie, the image that I remember is when his wife shows up. So what was clever about this movie is he had enough flashbacks that going on that you didn't always know no, what, what was, was real or if it was a demon in the house making him think it was real. Exactly. Because there's a scene where his wife shows up at the house mm-hmm. and you know Norm had called the wife. 
uh, and saying, hey, maybe you want to check on your ex-husband here. He's a little messed up at the house. Yeah, and she's, on, she's on a uh, studio set. Yeah, so. so she's like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll make it there. So when she shows up at the door, you don't know if that's her or not. And uh, she drops something, and she bends over to pick it up. And when she picks up, she is that huge, nasty, uh, like, I don't even know how you describe that creature. Uh, I don't either. It looked like um, Sword on the Stone, what uh what her name is there? Oh yeah, what was that thing? The Madam. Of the stone. The Madam. Yeah, when she it was turned just into like one of those creatures big, with long, massive, hair. like demon creature. Yeah, and it, they gave her like this screech kind of yeah. uh, uh, scream, and it was crazy. Yeah, uh, it was cool though. But he ended up shooting her, <laughs> shoot her in like the belly with a shotgun. Yeah, and like, she oh flew across the room. Yeah, and then, uh, and then it turned out to be his his wife. It was, it was almost wife. like yeah. a werewolf type situation. And yep. then he had to hide the body, and that's when the little kid came over. It got kind of crazy yeah. there. It did. But they, they brought it all back around when the uh, the, the kid kind of got uh, lost and he had to uh, to rescue the kid. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, Richard Mall uh, came back as that crazy demon. Yeah. Man. yeah. Really good makeup uh, on Richard awesome, Mall. Awesome makeup. I mean, he's basically he's like a big wearing dude anyway and, a yeah. like Skeletor suit yep. with fatigues and everything. And he looks evil as shit. I, mm-hmm. I forgot what, until I rewatched it how, uh, how good the makeup on him and that kind of glossy, smoky eye was. Mm hmm. Uh, and it was cool. The, the ending, I thought that last third art, uh, act was really fun. This, yeah, I Him agree. tying the rope around him to go down in kind of the bowels of the house yep. to, to get the... It snapped uh, like right away, didn't it? What's that? And the rope yeah, snapped. Yeah, the no, rope snapped right Good. away. Because it did. And he, uh, and he got his kid out of the pool. Yep. He realized that he had to get his kid. And, and it had a good ending. And, and, the, ending. Wa- and the wife saw he, him getting the kid. And, yep. And yeah. the, the wife showed up, and uh, the kid ran to the mom. And I don't know how long he was missing. Was it years, right? It was supposed to be like years. Uh, I would say it was right? a year or two. Yeah, that's yeah. what it seemed like. Crazy. Yeah. So it was fun. It was it was a lot yep. different of a movie that you thought you were going to get uh, back just, in the day. I, yeah, you just thought it was going to be a straight horror yeah. movie. And, and it, it did like, have those moments in it, but yeah. it, was, it was kind of filled with a decent movie. Yeah. Now... It was played a lot on HBO, and so was House 2. And House 2, I watched at an age where it was just, it was a fun movie to have on the background for me. There was mm. so much comedy in it. Now, I don't know how much do you remember about House 2. I don't remember House 2 very well. I just rewatched House 1, so I'm, I'm very familiar with that one. House 2, I thought it was a lot more campy, so I wasn't as into it, I guess. I have to re- revisit it. It'll probably be... Uh, there was some straight-up silly-ass shit on a number that, two, but that, in a funny way. They did, a, they, got a, they did a good job picking the characters they did, and kind of the storyline, too, was kind of fun, man. Hmm. It was like a... It was almost like a, a circus of a, of a movie. Hmm. Uh, it was really fun to uh, revisit. You I just... I 100% liked one more as a kid. Yeah, oh, so, as a kid. So, as a kid, for sure. But I think I saw two more than one. I think that was probably the problem. I think for every t- one time I saw a house, I saw like House 2 three times okay. uh, growing up. So hmm. I've probably seen House 2 more, but I've seen House 1 more recently. House 2 has some of my favorite moments in the franchise, for sure. Okay. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the cast. So sure. Ari Gross, who also was a big guy in the 80s, uh, that we ended up seeing it a lot was kind of our main dude. It was him and Jonathan Stark, and uh, man, it was fun watching the. Uh, more than anything, it was fun watching the documentary that the Arrow Blu-ray uh, came out with. There was a great making of it of both these movies on the discs. It was great seeing the interviews with these guys. I haven't seen Jonathan Stark in forever. He's the guy from Fright Night, you know, the one who played uh, the guy that was with Dandridge. 
Oh, the ghoul. The ghoul. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's Jonathan Stark. He played the I funny can, dude. I can never get his name. Yeah. Really? And uh, he was also I, oh in uh, Project God. X, the uh, the Matthew, the Matthew, Ma- Matthew Broderick. Broderick uh, yep, monkey yep, movie. Yep. And he was uh, monkey in, movie. The monkey movie. <laughs> uh, those two were great together. He plays that really funny sidekick really well. I'm surprised he didn't do it more. He was great yeah. in this movie. Doing well, he was that. so odd looking too, but he was. He, yeah. He, he definitely played it well. So it was uh, Ari Gross was the main dude, though, and it's just some of the movies that uh, I know I particularly remember Ari Gross from was uh, Exterminator 2. Do you remember that canon movie? Had yeah, the, the cover, the, the uh, flamethrower, yeah, right? Yeah, great yeah, cover. yep, yep. Uh, just one of the guys, one of Love the best fucking uh, '80s flicks ever. Uh, who's in? Who's who are you talking about? Now? Ari Gross, the the main dude in this in House Two. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Soul Man was he his friend? He was his. He must have been his, his sidekick in that movie. I'm not even sure. Is this yeah. the guy from uh, Fraternity Vacation? Nope, that's the the guy from Friday Night. No, the one you're talking about. No, Ari Gross is yeah. the main guy from House Two. You'll look up his picture. All right. Uh, you definitely know him from some things. Couch Trip, he was in. The Experts. Did you ever seen The Experts no. with John Travolta? Nope. Oh, that was a good one, man. Gone in 60 Seconds, I'm not sure who he played. In Minority Report, he had a great scene. I, I was super excited when uh, when I saw him in Minority Report. You never saw it? Tom Cruise. No. Uh, you don't like Tom Cruise? No. Yeah, I don't like him, but Minority Report was good. Uh, yeah, I liked Ari Gross. I thought it was great. Now, the, the grandfather in this, and it was a fun kind of storyline that the, the kid had to go and uh, dig up his great-great-great-grandfather from the uh, from the cemetery. Cause Ar- Ari Gross. Has Ari Gross and uh, Jonathan Stark did. They realized in a book, and I'll, so I'll be, uh, maybe I'll just tell the synopsis while I'm ta- uh, talking to the cast here because it might work even easier. I'm going to look this guy up. Yeah, look up Ari Gross. You'll know his face immediately. Uh, so they, they, in the, they discover this book uh, and folklore about the house, and they realize there's this crystal skull that they need. And in the story, in the book, they said that uh, his great-great-grandfather was, uh, was buried with the, with the crystal skull. Okay. So they went to the cemetery to dig, dig, him, the, up. Uh, dig him up. And the, uh, he had the skull in him. The skull gives you everlasting life. Hmm. So the grandfathers have been gripping it that whole time, and they, grab, they open the coffin, and he comes out, but he's wearing like this ghoul mask, and he ends up taking the mask off, and it's the guy uh, Royal Dano plays, and uh, he basically is like, I've been waiting for someone to wake me up mm-hmm. uh, or come dig me up because he's been alive that whole time, just okay. kind of waiting uh, for someone to dig yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was fun. Then he went, mm. he brought him back to the house and kind of integrated him into the family, uh, but. Uh, he was from. He was an old school, big time actor. Royal Dano. He was in the Red Badge of Courage, The Trouble with Harry, Moby Dick, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. He wow. was an outlaw, Josie Wales, uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Man, I love that fucking okay. movie, man. Yep. Uh, not many people have seen that one. Uh, the the one Jason Robards one. I saw and Jonathan of Price. Yep. Oh, it's creepy as hell back in the day. Scared the shit out of me. Uh, the right stuff. He was getting teachers. In teachers, he was the one that was wearing the Nick Lincoln Nolte? hat. Uh, yeah, the one with Nick Nolte yeah, and Joe yeah, Beth yeah. Williams. That was big back in the that day. That was a good movie. A good, uh, good soundtrack, 38 Special. Yep. Also, he was also in uh, Killer Clowns from Out of Space. He was kind of uh, one of the main dudes in uh, okay. that. Also a very unique-looking dude. Uh, and he was in The Dark Half. Uh, so the Ari Gross's girlfriend in this was Lar uh, Park Lincoln, who uh, yep. was the main girl from uh, Friday the 13th, Part 7. Yeah, the telekinetic the girl. The telekinetic girl. Now, the other girl that Jonathan Stark showed up with, remember he showed he was, uh, he was showed up with a singer, mm-hmm. uh, a really cute redheaded girl who was a singer, yeah, and yeah. Jonathan Stark was kind of like her uh, agent and everything, and that's why they ended up uh, showing up at uh, Ari Gross's house, because he knew uh, the, the wife was a uh, kind of producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so the girl that showed up with him is Amy Yazbek. Oh, no uh, kidding. Yeah. Huh. Do you know what do you know Amy Yazbek from? John Ritter's wife. Yeah, John Ritter's wife is what uh, I. Wings. Uh, and she was in uh, Problem Child One and Two. Problem Child One and Two with John uh, Ritter. Yeah. Pretty Woman, uh, Robin Hood Men in I don't Tights, that. I never uh, saw that. The Mask. She was in. She's in the Mask. Oh, yeah. the Jim Carrey. The Jim Carrey one. one yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, later in life, one. I always knew her as John Ritter's wife and I, I, Wings. I we, saw the other mask. Uh, which other? Oh, that, yeah, that the she wasn't champ. in that one. No, no, no I, I like the Amy Asbeck a lot. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. really cool. Yeah, this is also one of the few movies that Bill Maher was in. He played the prick. Really? That was like huh. uh, that showed up and uh, kind of uh, uh, called out Ari Gross for uh, flirting with the girl at the party. Okay. Uh, the only other thing I had, think I had seen Bill Maher in was uh, DC Cab. He was in DC Cab with yeah. Mr. T. Yep. Huh. I think and he Marshall must have Warfield. just been a, like, uh, I haven't seen it in so long. I should rewatch it. I that movie was so funny. Yeah, I it remember really, really liking the, it. The, the, uh, the Dude with the Fro. I can't remember. Oh my, it's been oh, so long, dude. I'm going to have to yeah, rewatch it. it. I, watched I own that. it, so I know I can. I remember sneaking that at his friend's house, and his mother came in. She's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just <laughs> was it pretty racy? Uh, it seen it back then. Like we, we were very excited to be able to watch it. Yeah. I think there's a lot of swearing. I mean, just, it was definitely it was adult content. There's a lot of there's a lot of adult content. Uh, all right, my favorite thing about House 2 is John Ratzenberger's character, man. And John Ratzenberger, if you know, we Norm was an, it's a weird connect that I don't even think it was intentional. No. Uh, really? And from what I've read, no one mentions it, it ain't being intentional at all. So that, that no, George Went was in the first one. And, and then Cliff Clavin. Uh, Clavin was in the second post one. Post office. Ex- uh, extraordinary. Post, extraordinary. <laughs> and John Ratzenberger's been in tons of stuff. John yeah. Ratzenberger's, not only has he been in tons of stuff, he's been in tons of stuff people do not realize. He does he's voice been work, in. doesn't he? Tons of his voice work. And people yeah. definitely remember his voice work. Yeah. Obviously, Toy Story, Bugs yeah. Life. I loved him as Never the roach. In a Bugs Life, he is so fucking funny, and dude. Mm. He plays like the ringleader cockroach in it. Okay. Or, a, or maybe he's a flea. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's the main flea. Okay. Uh, but early movies. So did you realize John Ratzenberger is in the original Superman, Empire Strikes Back, Motel Hell, Outland, Firefox, Gandhi, Protocol, Falcon and the Snowman. Uh, and then, yeah, then he started going to his animated See, stuff. See, the first like two or three, I was like, yep, yep, yep. You knew he was no. in uh, Superman and Empire? No, I've actually seen those movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the rest of my But r- rare, small little I, roles for him. I had no idea he was in Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Superman, which one, two? Uh, Superman 1. Okay, and I didn't like Superman 1. Uh, I can't watch that one. Oh, really? Yeah, it bores the hell out of me. I love 2 better. 2 uh, is awesome. 2 is my favorite. 2 is awesome. Yeah, in my opinion, 2, 1, 3, 4. If I was just doing those. I can't even put four on there. I don't want to touch any other ones. It's four is when you realize it's a canon film, it's kinda it's it's better. Is it really? It, it, if you look at it in the canon context. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If other than that, it, it is garbage. Yeah, it's it's awful. Uh, and the only other guy I gave credit. Did that guy have any lines? Uh, the bad guy. Who's which guy? The guy I'm sorry. The, <laughs> the the bad guy in part four. Did he have any lines? Oh just... yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like something he screamed or something like that. That's not really a line though. Come on. <laughs> It was horrible. He was like the worst, one of the worst oh cast. They could God. have been all right if they just cast. You oh. know how big the Superman universe is. You can pick any villain. Just, yeah, just yeah. any villain. This guy. Yeah, this Who guy. Who is he? Yeah, I don't know. know. Look at him though. Look he looks at, great. Look uh, blonde him. hair. <laughs> look at the bolt on his chest. It's scary, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we can put that costume on anyone. 
Oh, they shit all over that movie on the Canon movie. Is, we cannot I, I recommend. That. What's the name of it again? Canon? Uh, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Justin, I know you're listening to this. Oh, it's so good. Eric's a fan of that it documentary, so good. too. Me and Angela watch it. She won't oh, remember it, but I remember it very well. I love well. it. I'll awesome. watch it 20 more times before I'm dead. It's, it's, oh, it's 20 that, at least, yes. It's, yes. I love any documentaries where the filmmakers and the actors shit all over yep. the, uh, the yep. documentary and the films that they're talking about. You don't get that much. There's too much <laughs> dick sucking in documentaries. There really There's is. no dick sucking in the yeah, well, no. they, they talk about plenty of it, I'm sure. But <laughs> You haven't seen the Roger Corbin one. Roger, no. uh, hearing... Uh, What's her name? Uh, Pam Greer talk about Roger Corman is one of the funniest thing ever. Really? He said Roger Corman could sell you a glass of sand in the desert, and you won't even realize you bought it. You'd just be suddenly <laughs> looking at your hand, and you'd be like, what the Did fuck? "Roger Corman <laughs> just sell me this glass of sand." <laughs> I love it. Uh, she was so funny to listen to talk. Uh, so the crew is pretty minor in this because it's almost the main the the crew from the first one, okay. with the with the exception of Ethan Wiley being just the writer on the first one. He was the director on this one. Yep. So the only other thing he directed after this, so he didn't really light the world on fire movie-wise. Hey, I'm sorry, Ethan. Not, neither did I. But he's not listening, Paul. <laughs> but I, I didn't get I didn't get House Two. I own the Blu-ray uh, copy of it too. But he also did uh, Children of the Corn Five: Fields Ooh. of Terror. Ooh. How many of those did you ever even see? Um, I can't, I don't think I've oh. ever seen one, one besides the first one. I've seen one several times. There's another one that I thought was okay. I think it was like. Three or four. I can't I remember. Own it wasn't that three, one. Three, I think, because it was in a multi pack with. I uh, think that might have been the one I've else. seen. Yeah. But what, the first one was scary enough. Like, that's all you need, you need to see. Yeah. They I couldn't, they can really do, redo that. So, uh, the details August 28th, 1987. So, this was a summer 87 movie. Uh, filmed all in Los Angeles. The budget was $3 million. And the worldwide gross was 7.8. So, I mean, it made money. I mean, okay. whatever. Uh, it, it made money up the old name. So the uh, oh, and this was interesting here. Uh, some of the trivia to aid in production of the film, a uh, a giveaway items were sent to theaters, including crystal skull nightlights and caterpuppy figurines. What's a caterpuppy? Caterpuppy is that creature, and they go through the portal at one point in the house, and they are in like the Jurassic era, and the Tyrannosaurus, uh, uh, or the Triceratops. No, what's the flying one? Uh, Triceratops. Uh, uh, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the fly thing. <laughs> the flying dinosaur. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, thank you. Ow! The pterodactyl steals the crystal skull and brings it up into the nest. Okay. And then uh, they end up climbing up there. They get it. They trip and they fall onto the ground and they feel something on the ground. And if you Google, you should Google Caterpuppy. I'm, I'm doing it right now, <laughs> yeah. actually. You'll see the picture of it. It's a half caterpillar, half puppy, and it's got a puppy face. Is it cute? Uh, it's very cute. And uh, it's it's adorable. through the, And they keep it through the the rest of the fucking movie it's no. in like every I, I, scene i don't remember uh, the with them it's really funny I, I have to see this movie again. but now i need to see now i need a caterpuppy figurine we know they are out there so yeah uh, keep your eye up at the shop for them oh oh yes yeah, I yeah. That oh, come on man is that what that is yep that's caterpuppy it's got the it's basically got a puppy face with a caterpillar body and it's green yeah, yeah. google it kids it's, it's adorable <laughs> so uh royal dano was cast despite being uninsurable to his recent open heart surgery so yeah so they got royal for cheap is what they're saying here huh. uh the director ethan wiley had the crystal skull made into a uh made into his doorknob now that's pretty cool that, that, is that pretty was cool. pretty big it was like the it was you had to like fist it it was like the size of your fist so how big is this guy's fucking doorknob no shit Jesus. I mean, he must have got a lot of money for it. Children of the Corn Five. Oh shit! The, the promo ones are on eBay. Are you shitting me? Seventy four ninety nine. I never. I wrote this and I never thought of even going it's, to eBay. It's not on eBay. It's on oh. his own site. Greenface. Interesting. Oh, custom ones that he's yep. making or something. That's crazy. 
You kids. Interesting. Seventy four ninety nine. Google. Uh, <laughs> so several pieces of the music were also used in Friday Thirteenth Part Six. No kidding. And very interesting. Okay. Uh, it was given a PG thirteen rating, uh, where the first one was given an R. Understandable. Yep. The rescued virgin. Now the and I'm going to be talking about this in a second. It's one of my favorite scenes in the whole fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Is where they go and rescue a virgin uh, in the bowels of the house. So the virgin was uh, Devin DeVasquez. She was okay. a Playboy playmate. Of the month. Hmm. So, Interesting. Devin DeVasquez. Vas- De- Look her up. Google it, kids. Uh, Google. That, that, if Google's good for anything. It's to uh, Google former playmates. That's for damn sure. <laughs> uh, so Sometimes. Also, to, to stay on DeVasquez here, she had a prop skull dropped on her head Oof. during the production and got a slight concussion. It had to be rushed to the hospitals, and the pr- producers freaked out that they were going to get sued from it. No kidding. Which is crazy, which happened to me and Dave almost. You we got had, skull dropped in uh, your head? No, not us. But uh, on the set of one of our movies, we had... Uh, big heavy lights on these huge stands and they were like red hot like we had gels over them and if the gels touched them they would fucking melt like immediately no that kidding. were that hot and we had our actress zip tied to a chair her legs were zip tied to the chair she was supposed to be this kidnapped girl mm-hmm. her legs were zip tied to the chair her arms were zip tied to the handle and one of the uh lights oh, started no. falling towards her and one of the grips i don't know sure who it was it might have been dave ran across the room and grabbed it right before it hit her on the head oh, oh no. god it was it was horrible and it was like yep that's why we have insurance and that's why we've got to be super careful and oh, that's why alec baldwin shoots people sorry had to go oh, on a rant there at the end that's scary <laughs> but house two had one of my favorite scenes ever is the one with uh john ratzenberger so mm. All this stuff is going on. So they got the grandfather back. They're dealing with the the girlfriend that thinks he's having an affair. And there's all different stuff happening during the house. And it's a Halloween movie, too. It it happens during that huge Halloween party. That's why uh, Kane's dressed like a gorilla during it. And uh, so all this stuff is happening. And then one morning, the doorbell rings and it's cliff and he's an electrician he's like yeah i heard you got an electrical problem here mm-hmm. and he he says oh yeah we kind of got a lot going on he says yeah well i don't have any more appointments and he just kind of forces his way into the room yep. and he he goes into the room he says all right you can like leave me with my uh with my work and he goes in the other room and he talks to uh ari gross starts talking to jonathan stark and literally not 30 seconds later uh cliff pokes his head in and says uh hey can you two come in here and half the drywall is off the wall it's yep. huge and then there's another ho- deep hole inside it and he's like see what you got here is you you got like an alternate <laughs> universe in here and uh <laughs> and so those guys get in there and cliff's like you know you guys are not professionals uh I'm going to have to go in there and help you myself. He yeah. actually opens a like uh, toolbox, toolbox and pulls out like a huge dagger yep. and goes in there and they go down and it's it's literally like a Temple of Doom type situation. People like right. in all these outfits about to <clears throat> sacrifice a virgin. So they fight these guys and uh, Cliff helps them and swings on the ropes. They, they rescue the virgin. And there's a great scene where... Cliff is like holding off all the guys that are coming towards them, yep. and he's the like, postman. Yeah, the, all the the, uh, the the postman, and he's holding off all the guys, and uh, he lets all Ari Gross and Jonathan Stark and the the Virgin through, and he's like, "Go back through there. I'll find my way back. Don't worry about me." Yep. And so they go down they, the tunnels. They go they down run. like two or three tunnels, and then they make their way through the hole. And when they get out of the hole, he's sitting there. He's, he's standing there. Chilling. He's cleaning his glasses yep. or his tools. And he's ah, oh, there you are. What took you guys so long? Yeah. 
And he says, hey, let me know if you need me. And he hands him a card and it just says, Bill, Bill, electric, Bill something, electric, uh, uh, electric worker and adventurer. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, dude. That was just like a funny, weird, cool thing to happen out, in out the of middle of the movie. Yeah. I would have loved to seen a whole like offshoot or for him to show up in other movies and everything. Yeah. But man, it was a fun thing to see uh, them go through. Yeah. Now, we didn't really talk about the villain at all in this uh, Slim now, Slim had an interesting look as a kid. You know, I'm surprised they never made any figures for, like, the Slim figure. Do you yeah, remember they, him? They didn't much, make much he was like a general. gunslinger, but he had, like, red hair and, like, a handlebar mustache. And his it, it uh, he kind of had a, like, rotten kind of uh, decompromised uh, face. Google it. To, uh, to, <laughs> yeah, Google Slim a House, too, man. He had a crazy uh, look it. to him, man. And... Uh, all the promotional material had him kind of on it, oh, obviously, yeah. except for the. Uh, yeah, you remember him now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, as soon as I, crazy. Yeah, I picked it up. He had a couple of voices, so he was after the skull. That apparently he was the old partner Grandpa uh, had back in the day, and he was going to eventually come for the skull. And yep. uh, barbarians went through the house at one point. There was just one fun kind of adventure after another, but it was very lighthearted. And they had like this huge scene at the end at the dinner table where uh, they were celebrating getting the virgin back and the head mm-hmm. catter puppy was there yep. and the slim came out of like the centerpiece on the table he just like rose out of the centerpiece and then end up shooting everybody and uh, then had like a, a kind of balls out fight with each other towards the end mm. it was fun yeah. I mean it was a great kind of 80s horror flick right and then there was number three but yeah <laughs> I, and I Unbe- love number three, but Unbeknownst it's just crazy. To Unbeknownst to me. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just so wild that we could, uh, this far gone, realize that another movie has been given another name. Yep. It was it was very similar to like uh, uh, the I Come in Peace thing, where it's yeah. being called Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Dark yeah. Angel yeah. instead of uh, I Come in Peace. Yep. I mean, I guess, I just don't understand. I, I, I guess it shouldn't be a big thing that other countries kind of have different titles from movies. Yeah, it's not such a big thing as that. It's just us not knowing it was part of this. Yeah, trilogy. yeah. I mean, it was kind of a, a, it gives a big a new, horror kind of. It gives it a new light, completely. Yeah, yeah. It, it totally does because horror fans kind of follow different kind of uh, franchises. Franchises. If you see the sequels in there, you got to watch it anyway just to see what it's all about. Yeah. And now I have to go back and watch this movie that I never gave a fair chance to way back in the day. Mm-hmm. I got to go back and watch it and try to link it into this other movie. That, yeah. Yeah. And didn't you tell me there's a uh, there's a new Jeepers Creepers coming out? Uh, yeah, I thought it was already out, but um, I'm not seeing too much about it. But it looks like it's going to be good. Good cast. Yeah. I think Ray Wise is back too. That's crazy if they got Ray Wise. I'm back, pretty then. sure he's back. Did he die in number two? I mean, he doesn't have to. No, uh, no. He, at the end of the movie, he's in there. They're, uh, they're they're showing off the creeper on the wall, and he goes, uh, "What are you sitting there for?" He goes, "Waiting, waiting for what? About 23 years." Oh. Now, I and hope they bring him back he's too. A, I he's love an Ray old Wise man at that point yeah. too. So. That's crazy. I think I've only seen number two once, where I've seen number one like six or seven times. I saw number one in the movie theater. Me I too. I'm scared. Yeah. Like literally scared. I saw it with a girl that I was uh, I was friends with her friend, and we never ended up hanging out or doing anything together. And one random day, I, I couldn't hang out with her roommate. We we're like, want to go to the movies? It's like, sure, let's go to the movies. And we went to see freaking uh, Jeepers Creepers. It was it, crazy. It exists. It's already done. Oh, it's already it's on. It's an hour and 35 minutes long. Oh, wow. When did it say complete 2022. date? 2022. Uh, no. 22. Wow. It's, it's out. I wonder if it's a shutter. IMDb two point five out of ten. Ooh. How many how many it votes? It was released in uh September nineteenth. Okay, so it just came out like five, six months ago. Yeah. Interesting. I might have to look into that, but I mean 
they're releasing all these weird things now. The guys who did the Halloweens are coming out with the Exorcist kind of thing. They already they got really? a poster. They already got a poster for it. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, so unless it was a fan made one, but I'm pretty sure it was them announcing that it's going to be coming out in like 2024. Maybe or stay away from that franchise. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, the Evil Dead Rises doesn't look good to me. No. It, Personally, it doesn't. I the, don't want the, kids, the, kids the, in my movie. The re- no, 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 not that. Not that franchise. No. The first remake was good. Oh, I loved it. It was good. Loved it. Was it. There was good. a second one. No, or, no, or, I mean, no, we're I talking mean, about this one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I suppose. What did you one. think of the series? I, I I liked the first couple episodes. I got bored of it. I liked the first it, season, but I think I got bored to it after that. Yeah, it yeah. just it, it got boring to me. Yeah. It was the same thing over and over again. I love the cast too, but. Yeah. It just seemed like the same thing every yeah. episode. Just the remake was with Jane Levy was awesome, man. Oh, I liked it. That that scene in the bathroom with the oh friggin' God, glass yes. is yeah. probably top ten gore. modern horror, gore like, scenes. scary, yes. gory scenes yep. ever. Absolutely. Oh, it it was just intense. Uh, yeah, just the, the, the look whole, of her when she turns and looks at him. Yeah. Oh my God, the whole movie was intense, but that yeah. part in particular, and then the, after the ending credits, yeah. Yeah, if that in Dawn of the Dead might be. Wait, there's something after the end credits. I missed that. There was something at the end yeah. credits. What happens at the end credits? I'm not sure I ever watched. Uh, that they the they kind of pan away and you see a face and he turns and looks and says groovy. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, man, I must have seen yeah. that back in the day. I must have heard about it. I don't remember it. Uh, yeah. yeah, what was I just saying about that? Yeah, the best remakes in my opinion were probably that and the Dawn of the Dead. Uh, the, I like Dawn of the Dead. The Zack Snyder one. Uh, I saw it too much. Oh, that opening of that movie, man. The the, the ambulance. Oh. The whole part of the uh, the neighborhood and then the ambulance going straight through that oh. light. So Up good. until that, I, I'm still in, in it's so, so intense. I can go back and watch a movie now. I watch it too much all at once. I think I just had bad, bad juju for it. It, I think it, the, it is a very good movie. I though. think the original uh, uh, people suck that one's dick a little too much. I don't, I don't, it's, it's I good. don't have as much love for it's that good. original Dawn of the Dead as I have for Day of the Dead. And no one mentions Day. Hi, Roddy. Roddy it's loves Day of the Dead. You're a big fan of Day of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Do you notice that a lot of people don't mention that? Every time I hear interviews or It's all or Dawn stuff, of the Dead. It's Dawn, all Dawn of the Dawn Dead, Dead's Night of the Living yeah, Dead. They yep. never mention Day of the Dead at Day all. Day of very good because it's all in that bunker. Yeah, It's I like a character it. study. and The blood was correct. Yep. I yep. Mean, yeah, very true. And uh, I liked, I was always a fan of Land of the Dead. So, Land of the Dead was awesome. Yeah. I, I love I love Land of the Dead yeah. with um, um, Hopper. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis Hopper, Hopper and yeah, yeah, all those guys. Lacazano. Yeah, loved it. Loved that movie. Check Tubi. Bet it's on there. Google it. Tubi. Google. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's House and House 2. It's exciting. Yep. I, I Definitely worth revisiting. If you like 80s horror, and I know a lot of people now are really into 80s and 90s horror, and they just want to go through the libraries, and these are two big ones. We can tell you. We lived through the 80s. These were big posters. These were big VHSs. Uh, these were always out at stores. and always. I'm telling you, those old VHS have covers that would grab you, man. They had to. Oh, yeah. I mean, you that, had to you, have one you, that grab because you didn't have youtube yep or google yeah yeah we never had that either so uh yeah check out check out these two movies and uh and all the other ones on uh tubi i'm telling you we're gonna be doing a bunch of them certainly Mm -hmm. me and eric always do the horror ones because uh, i mean it's our jam it's kind of our favorite genre i don't have too much time to watch movies like i used to so when you do it's gotta be make it worthwhile wrestling or movies Old school. Me, on the other hand, I have a lot of time, so I watch them all. I'll let you mm-hmm. all know what's, what's good. Except for romantic comedies, I'm staying away. Romantic comedies and musicals, I can't do. Yeah, I'm uh, Unless it's uh, Johnny Depp's slitting throats, then I'm good. Sweet. Uh, 
But yeah, so we've got a, a bunch of good stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we're doing some definitely some more Tubi Tuesdays, but me and Justin are, are going to do our top 10 movies from 2022. Is definitely one you don't want to miss, if, especially if you're trying to catch up on 2022 movies. We can tell you some good ones and uh, ways to go. And uh, we are also going to do our anniversary episode where we're going to do a wild card and we have a whole trivia challenge. And uh, Justin's going to see if he's going to be the all-time champion because he has won all of them so far. Uh, but that's going to be an exciting one to come up. So if you want to get a hold of us, you could uh, shoot us an email, fastnewfilms at gmail.com. You could leave us a like or a comment on, a, on our two platforms, SoundCloud or iTunes. Or you could always hit us up on Facebook where you can get a hold of me and Justin or see the pictures that we post every week. And so. Facebook is a great thing. You could always follow the Emporium yes. of Retro and Interesting Collectibles on Facebook. I try to post a video every single day of the new cool stuff we're getting in. Also, we just set it on YouTube under the same name. So seriously, say that name again. Emporium of Retro and Interesting Collectibles. It's awesome, dudes. I'm telling you, if you want to see, he does great videos every day about all the good stuff he's getting in there. And uh, if you make it up to the Northeast, that's definitely the store you want to it's check out. It's my dream. I'm a collectible junkie, and uh, I make it fun for everyone. Yeah, We have an awesome time, an awesome shop, and uh, we are definitely uh, all told what to do by the rowdy one. Watch a video. <laughs> Google. Yes. Google it, kids. Till next week. See you. Adios. You know, I've been waiting over 70 years for some jackass to get the sense to come dig me up.